This is the Anna Dare podcast. Hello there. Thanks for joining me for the Anna Dare podcast. If you didn't know, I also host the Triple M Gippsland breakfast show live and local 6am till 9am Monday to Friday on 94.3 and 97.9 in Gippsland, Victoria, Australia. Oh my gosh. Are there any international listeners? I would be mind blown if there were. Anyway, focus. All right. So in the podcast today, I've got lots to talk to you about. Uh, I will be replaying an interview with Ranger Benny uh, that I played on the show this week, and he's going to give us a bit of an update. They've got a new baby Joey Koala that's cooking away in its mama's pouch, so we'll find out a bit more about that. And our local legend this week is uh, somebody who has done something incredible in the town of Moi in Victoria with street art, and he's raising money for mental health, so we'll catch up with him as well. I want to talk about this NRL white powder controversy. Oh my gosh, when will they learn? And of course, TV time. Yes, I've watched a couple of absolutely banging shows this week and I want to share my thoughts on those. One of them being Nine Perfect Strangers uh, with Nicole Kidman and an all-star cast. It was filmed in Australia. It's on Amazon Prime. And uh, yeah, just stand by because we'll do that. Uh, But first, I want to talk to you about this bloke in Turkey that got himself lost and ended up joining the search party to find himself. I swear this is something I would do. I mean, it really is. Take a listen. Now, I don't know about you, but when I've had a few, I often go off on side quests. I leave my friends and just toddle off on my own around the place having adventures and, you know, chatting with people, particularly when I'm at a music festival. That's what I'll do. So this drunk Turkish man, he got lost in the forest. He was eventually found, which is good, but not before he joined the the search party that was actually out looking for him. That's how I think you can rate a good session. When you're so drunk that you don't even know that you're lost and then you just start helping random strangers. This is absolutely something I would do. So, hey guys, uh, what's going on? Who are we looking for? A bloke named Behan? Oh, uh, that's so weird. That's my name too. What are the odds? Uh, Well, I'm not doing anything. So yeah, I'll I'll give you a hand. Sure. So Behan Mutlu was reported missing by his family after he disappeared for several hours, but somehow he ended up joining up with a group who were helping authorities search for him. So the people searching do have to take some blame for this, you'd think. You're out in the woods and suddenly you've got an extra person in your search party. Surely you would ask them what their name is. Surely you'd smell the booze on their breath. I mean, how long do you reckon it was before Behan realised he was the one that they were looking for and then speaking up? (laughs) He had to be thinking, well, maybe I can just sneak off, then let them find me. Because this is going to be embarrassing for all of us. Oh, Behan, never change, buddy. And now to my chat with Ranger Benny. Good morning to you. How are you, mate? I'm good, Anna. How are you doing? Good. feels like ages since we've spoken. but <laughs> It's only been two weeks. But there you go. We all deserve a week off every now and then. Every oh, now and then we do. <laughs> so tell me, you did a bit of a, an AFL grand final winner prediction with the Tassie Devil. What happened? <laughs> well, look, we tried to. So... Uh... Ranger Jackie, who's our, our primary keeper of the Devils down there, she she printed out all these amazing things and, you know, doggies versus D's and put food in a couple of different boxes and had it all planned, ready to go to film. Yeah, yeah Col- Coleman had a different idea. He, he was just after her the whole time. He had zero interest in any of the boxes. I think 
I think she had to drop them and run at one point, and she only dropped one, and yeah, it was, it was all a bit of a, an epic failure in the end. But hey, we, we try these things. It's good fun. Yeah, you never work with animals and children, they say. As they say, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, now, how about a bit of an update with our new koala, Joey? What's going on? Have we seen him or her? Yeah, we've had a few sightings of, of the little one uh, at the moment. No no uh, insights as to boy or girl just yet, but they are, yeah, there was a little sneak bit of footage of... Um, of a head poking out the other day, which is cool to see. But as soon as, as soon as it saw us, it was yeah quickly back into the the safety of mum's mum's pouch again. And yeah, we've seen arms and we've seen legs and yeah. So hope, hopefully within you know not too long. Yeah. The, the uh, complete thing will be out. So, but we've thought that before, haven't we, Anna? Well, this is true. La- yeah, that's right. Pebble <laughs> played hide and seek for a long time last year. A very long time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, it's exciting. Um, now you've got your first YouTube video of the koala family. That's out this week too. Yeah, we had a bit of fun, RJ and I, our marketing guy, and we did a bit of filming the other the other week, and we we pumped out three quick episodes. So yeah, I think one of them went to air uh, early this week and yeah the others will be following just just getting to know the koala family and, and the journey of our, our new little joey to, to come out so yeah it's a bit, bit of fun brilliant so you can find it obviously on the gumbaya world's youtube channel or on your social medias that sounds about right to me sounds good all right well ranger <laughs> benny with any luck we might have some idea what our joey is going to be uh next week but if not that's, that's fine too there's no hurry we want it, we don't want it to be undercooked do we <laughs> not at all no no we can drag this thing out Anna. don't you worry about it. Oh, i know we can <laughs> um good to chat to you ranger benny talk to you next week mate take care Same to you, mate. And on the show every week, I call a local legend. They get nominated via our website, which is triplem.com.au forward slash Gippsland. And our local legends are basically just people in our community that are doing really wonderful work to help out, just be better people in society. And you can nominate them at the website. And we have loads of nominations. It's so hard to pick one each week, but we do. And this is my chat with the local legend winner for this week. A bloke called Steve. Now, he's a local street artist. He volunteered his time to arrange this large-scale community event in Maui back in March of this year. It was called the Show Me Some Art Festival. Now, the festival managed to raise thousands of dollars for mental health and, of course, gave Maui this wonderful facelift as well. Uh, There are a number of sites having international artists, complete works of art as well, and the residents of Maui have been overwhelmingly loving this project. And now Steve is already undertaking preparations for 2022. Steve has been nominated by Alison as our local legend for GRV this week. And I've got him on the line. Congratulations, Steve. Thanks. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> hey, you've been overwhelmed. You didn't know this was happening. <laughs> no, I didn't. Not at all. All right. No. Well, surprise. This is fantastic. So what made you come up with this idea? Uh, well, I guess the Bennett Benella, wall-to-wall festival, and I just art as, as an artist myself. I've just seen it, how positive it's it's made the town, the people, that um, the impact it's done. So I just thought, yeah, I'd love to do it and just moved down to Maui. So I thought, yeah. Why not? Perfect opportunity to um, to get it. And I've been to a few festivals and made some friends and, uh, yeah, just sort of thought, hey, we'll and- get out Maui. And most of them don't know where Maui is, but, yeah, it's great. <laughs> international artists to come down here is, yeah, it's it was just yeah, it was just an awesome and yeah, and just uh, stoked for the community who have uh, yeah, they all got behind it as well. And yeah, 
brought some tourists to the town, which is great. Absolutely. And you know, local art is just something that brings us all so much joy. Whether people notice it or not, sometimes you might just be driving along and you suddenly your eyes turn to something and go, oh my God, wow. And you know, you don't know where it comes from, how it's gotten there sometimes. So this is the Show Me Some Art Festival. We're stoked that it's coming back in 2022. And uh, why did you pick mental health as, you know, as the foundations to donate to? Uh, well, I mean, the whole, I've been wanting to do something for mental health. It's just, I don't know, it's just, um, something that means a lot to me for a long time. And I just think with, with the art, it, it gives a positive impact, like, especially where I originally wanted to start it along the rail trail and get people to not just to go drive past, it's actually get out, do some exercise mm. and, and it just leaves it. So especially, I sort of go for buildings that are run down as well mm-hmm. so if you can make that in positive impact from something that's in a dis- depressing state mm. and to really give you that wow and and, and uplifting then that's uh it improves your mental health and i think this and prior to covid you know I, I, there was a lot of i lost a lot of friends and um through mental health so mm. it means a lot to me and i, I wanted to do something and, and i think with, with nice art you can you can do that and that and especially yeah, if you can get people out and about and yeah um exercising and see this nice art it, it's uh i mean you see what it's done to the silos and people travel to it so it's uh yeah i just thought it's yeah. not a great opportunity yeah and, um, good job yeah, man. i raise more money next year and that's planned so. that's fantastic yeah look uh, i think all of us have been impacted by mental health at one time or another in our lives, particularly over COVID. So, look, well done. Thank you so much for doing this. We can't wait to see what 2022 brings. And uh, GRV would like to just give you a $50 visa card so you can either spend that on yourself, take you know someone out for lunch or something like that, or you can put it back in uh, to next year's festival. All up to you. But, yeah, once again, congratulations to you, Steve. You're our Triple M Gippsland local legend this week. Thank you very much, and thank you, Triple M. And- Thanks, Alison. Cheers. Thank you. Nah, how good is that? I love it. Our local legends, you can nominate them at triplem.com.au forward slash Gippsland. It is thanks to GRV. Now to something completely different, Uh, a story that was not talked about on my show this week on Triple M Gippsland, but it's unique just to the Anadair podcast. It's all about this NRL white powder controversy. When will these footy players learn? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so Melbourne Storm players Cam Munster, Brandon Smith and Chris Lewis are going to be spoken to by the NRL Integrity Unit after they were caught on mobile phone footage partying with, in inverted commas, a suspicious white powder. I mean, come on, do we have to keep calling it suspicious white powder? It's not like the powder was like lurking in the corner, wearing a wearing like a hoodie, dark sunglasses, and you know, smoking the odd furtive cigarette like the smoking man in X Files. If they were using the white powder to clean the bathroom sink, well, that would be suspicious, wouldn't it? If they were using the white powder to make sourdough loaf, again, that would be suspicious. But the suspicious white powder has a credit card, a rolled up note and someone dancing shirtless on a table holding a bag of white powder. There's nothing suspicious about that. I mean, we know what the powder is. Let's be real here. So the first question I would be asking if I was somebody in the NRL integrity unit would be, why are you letting people with phones into your hotel room? Did you not hear about Nadia Bartel? Have you never watched the news? Honestly, come on. If you're planning a party in a hotel room, 
it should be like going to see Dave Chappelle's show, you know? You've got a hand in your phone at the door and you can have it back when you leave. There has to be a no-phone rules. The second thing I'd be asking is why such a small bag? These blokes are making upward of 600 k a year. Have a go, boys. In for a penny, in for a pound, so to speak, right? <laughs> Set an example, for the fans, if you want to see people getting busted with tiny bags, well, you can go out anywhere around the country or to a CBD on a Saturday night. Well, when we're not in lockdown, of course. All right. So that's my take. God, boys, get it together. Coming up. Oh, hang on. Let's talk about, let's do TV time now. Yes, I think so. It's time to talk TV. All right. I watched Nine Perfect Strangers on Amazon Prime. Now, I had been waiting for all the episodes to come out. I don't like watching week to week, so I hung out for weeks and I did all the things I needed to do to avoid spoilers, and that was difficult. Um, It stars Nicole Kidman. It was filmed at Byron Bay. It's also got Melissa McCarthy, uh, Bobby Cannavale, who's married to Aussie actress Rose Byrne in IRL. Um, And it's also, you know what's great about it is, yes, it's filmed in Byron Bay, so it's beautiful seeing northern New South Wales, which is a part of the world that I love. It's actually my favourite part of Australia. And seeing a mix of... Aussie actors and American actors because you've also got Asha Ketty in there as well from Offspring. She's wonderful. She does a pretty dodgy American accent though and she's married to Michael Shannon. Oh, my God, he's an absolutely crazy good actor, that man. It's just so good. And, um, look, it's, it's about these nine perfect strangers that go away to a health retreat, a very exclusive, very expensive health retreat that's run by this mysterious, I guess you could call her, Nicole Kidman, who does a very dodgy Russian accent and has an incredible wig. Let me say, this long blonde wig she wears throughout the show it stays in place brilliantly, how much superglue they must have used. Uh, but it's I'm not going to give too much away because you really need to watch it to understand it, but it's kind of creepy. There is, there is a real creepiness to it, and I think the music plays a big part in that creepiness as well, uh, but it's well worth watching. I can see what all the people were talking about while I was trying to avoid the reviews, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, my big takeaway is Nicole Kidman's face. I just cannot get past it. Honestly, she has had so, so much work done that her face barely moves and it's very, very off-putting. And when you see her in a scene, say with Asha Ketty, for example, who has the beautiful natural wrinkles that people of certain ages are supposed to have on their faces, it's really, really obvious um, because Nicole Kidman's obviously 10 or so years older than Asha Ketty, IRL. Um, it's, it's a bit off-putting. Like I just can't get past it. I stare at her face and I forget what I'm listening to because I'm staring so hard at her face. Anyway, regardless of that, good on her if she wants to do that to her face, up to her. Uh, but I suggest you watch it. Amazon Prime, Nine Perfect Strangers, definitely check it out. It's really good. Now, I've watched some other shows during the week too, but the one I really want to focus on is the Netflix show Squid Room. Okay, not something I would ever look at watching, but I've been seeing so much about it. There's so many memes. There's been so many articles and talk about it. It's now being tracked as becoming the biggest, the most viewed show in Netflix history worldwide. That's how popular this is, which is incredible uh, for a show that is a South Korean show. 
um, because, you know, not a lot of people, a lot of people don't like to watch either subtitles or dubbed. And this one, I'm watching it dubbed and it does not take away from it at all. The dubbing is done so brilliantly. They've done a really good job that you f- almost forget that the lips aren't matching up with the um, the vocals or the, the talking, the words, the dialogue. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, it's really hardcore, this show, though. So it's definitely not for somebody, if you have any problem with um, gore or violence, you're not going to like it. Uh, I am generally not somebody that does very well with um, like a horror movie gore and violence but this I'm okay so far having said that though I'm not the whole way through and I believe from what I've been reading online some of the people's tweets etc that I've read that the ending is really quite shocking so I'm a bit nervous about that because I don't want to get nightmares I'm a bit of a sensitive soul when it comes to things like that images in my head I don't often like to have nasty bad images in my head but I am going to start ep3 shortly the first two episodes so far I'm completely hooked and I cannot wait to see where this goes it's fascinating the basic premise is that it starts the the story starts around uh, a man who has got himself into a lot of debt through gambling and he gets offered to play a game by this stranger now, it seems like a very innocent thing and he wins a bit of money with this stra- from this stranger when he plays this game with him at a train station uh, until he gets given this card from this stranger, a business card that says, if you, if you want to play this game, you can win lots of money, give us a call. Now, he does and then he gets involved with what's called Squid Game and that's where it goes from there. I'm not going to give any more away than that. You've got to check it out, please. It's so worth it. So it's going to be a wet weekend in this neck of the woods, um, Victoria, Gippsland, Victoria. So I will be watching lots of telly. I'm sure you will be as well. That is my TV time for this week. Uh, thank you. That's the pod for this week as well. Once again, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. If you at all like it, it would be great if you could tell some people and maybe they'll have a listen as well. That would be super helpful. No pressure. Uh, Thanks again. I'll have another episode out on Wednesday. Uh, Enjoy. If you want more from Anna, make sure you catch a weekday mornings on Gippsland's Triple M. Also available on Listener.